welcome to my home. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative life. I'm in this match. Stand for paramedics. It's a full moon. Beware the moon and stick to the road. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for, if not for shedding? I was surprised in it. I know that it's not a lot of people's favorites or favorite rather. Um, mm -hmm. But I did enjoy this for the fact that the actual group seemed like real friends. While yeah. there a lot of them were douchey, I, I did feel that there was a little bit of more believable like chemistry in there, especially mm -hmm. between Ted um, and, you know, Chris McGlover's character. But yeah. I didn't, um, I didn't mind it as much as I thought I was going to hate it. Now, when we get to the second episode, which <laughs> episode five, that one I can, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it here in about an hour. We, we have some, a couple of things we got to talk about for that one. That one uh, was, uh, yeah, that, that one's a doozy. Yeah, that one's a doozy. <laughs> doozy is a correct <laughs> verbiage for that movie. That's a doozy. Nice verbiage, homie. Um, yeah, so I mean, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, I, I liked it mainly because of Corey Feldman. Now, the the funnier parts towards the end, whenever he kills Jason, that shit's fucking hilarious. He looks like the uh, missing link character. Yeah, that that really caught me off guard when I first watched it years ago. But going back and watching it, it's just even more like it just. It's consumed with hilarity. Like, it's so fucking funny. Oh, Just to see him yes. come down, and you could definitely tell that it's not his hair. <laughs> if you're watching in any sort of, like, HD, you can 100% tell, did they just, like, buy that at, I don't know, the local fucking Walmart? <laughs> like, Dude. like I get it, and I'm not trying to shit on any of the makeup artists, but I don't think they pushed it down far enough on his head. Because it You're just... talking about when he was about to kill him, he's trying, he... Uh, shaved his head off right yeah when he started shaving his head and he came down yeah. and it looked like his shoulders he looked like a fucking linebacker in the nfl it just didn't it didn't communicate with my brain and i immediately was like wow this is horrible <laughs> it, it looked like uh it looked like it was like somebody grabbed a couple pieces of his hair and ponytailed it and then just add a bunch of like gray play-doh around his head gray just so it looks like yeah like some fucking like some like i don't know some I don't know, like that, that, those, uh, I mean, I'd say Play-Doh. There's something that's like, that forms into that type of stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. And, I wasn't laughing like that was a dumb comparison. I was just, I just didn't think about like Play-Doh. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just looked, looked like it was kind of a little rushed a little bit in that aspect, just because it looks like he, I mean, obviously he's a kid. He's not going to fully know how to fucking shave his head like that. Because that's, that's shit. That's the type of shit I would do too. I don't know. I wouldn't know how to do that at his age. Um, but it was just it's just so funny. It was like almost kind of half-assed. But I mean, it was the 80s. So it was like, I think they were just trying to figure out like how would they make a kid 
a child shave his own head and make it kind of real, like kind of realistic. And I think that's what they kind of came up with. For sure. No, I agree. I mean, I still think the just just the best part uh, was was just him coming down like with the knife and just like I mean it literally looks like he it only, only because it was so out of place it made him look like that it wasn't even his real face either it's like they it's like they they cut him out of fucking like great Plato like you said and they're like alright this is what you look like and then they just fucking slapped it on his fucking noggin they're like alright cool go down there and say you're gonna kill Jason and that's what I just felt like happened so it just I don't know it was just funnier like realizing that it's so bad obviously if you watch a lot of these 80s films on VHS, which nobody really does anymore, unless you're just, you know, me or anybody who likes to collect. Yeah. It's hard to tell, obviously. Especially if you're watching on, like, a smaller screen. Yeah. It's all nostalgia, but it was just really funny. <laughs> Still going back and seeing that little that little turd come down. And he literally looked like a turd. He looked like a turd that, like, pushed through all the fucking minefields through your asshole and collected some hair on the way out like that's what it looks like <laughs> like it 100 reminded me of like a turd catching some of my hair when it's when it's pooping out you it's know what I mean? smoking a bunch of meth like his eyes how they made his eyes look with all the makeup under it with all the black shit dude he looked like he was like 50 years old i mean i like, could make a joke and say that homie probably did at that age but i'm not just because he went through oh, a lot he, just because he went yeah. through a lot of shit when he was younger yeah. um you know he got he got treated like shit as a in his family but yeah and i saw that the i heard about the i read up on some of the stuff about the sister that he played that plays a sister in the um in the movie and he she like treated him like a son like a like a little brother yeah she and, did because you know a lot of those kids back then and still even today just a lot more secretive they were they were exposed to stuff that you just should not show a child and you know Corey goes on to talk about and i think the crystal lake memories are another thing where he talks Mm -hmm. about oh my god i got to see i got to see boobies when i was like that age and you know still do and it's like while that sounds like funny maybe in the moment if you think about it it's sad because yeah a kid his age i'm not saying that he shouldn't see boobies but it was like it was a force ex, you know being it was force exposed right it wasn't yeah. like a him discovering it like on the internet or like a a nudie mag it was like yeah. hey this is gonna be in the show and you're gonna get paid but you gotta see women's All tits these. you know what i mean yeah. like it's way different you know if he's in like his like late teens or something like you know whatever i mean not not huge deal but he was still a fucking kid you know yeah and I, I agree i agree i mean yeah. i kind of seen that way of like i think at that age i think there's that should be a limit off of somebody like, that should be off limits to at least have if you're gonna bring kids in you might as well i mean obviously you can probably find a way to make them look like they're they're looking at tits but it could be a way of like, oh, well, it's just he, he's looking at it, but there's nobody in front to see that. But I'm pretty sure that he saw a bunch of it growing, like, going into this movie. And obviously you were saying in that in that um, interviews that he was, he was and is still probably going through, like, looking, I mean, looking at tits all of his life. So, I mean, I, I yeah, being I mean, that young, it's just, it's, I think it's too soon to actually be in front of all of that. It's just my opinion. No, I agree. I mean, there's still even kids today that are still being 
push to do stuff just because it's a paycheck for their parents and it's yeah it's kind of shitty you know i would never i would never i would never expose my kid to that even even before actually finding out i'm gonna have one but i would never expose my kid to having to doing that just for a paycheck right if exactly. i saw that my kid had uh, a talent to do acting sure let's get him into it am i going to get paid because he's acting i mean obviously because he's 18 or he's not yeah. 18 yet yeah. um but i'm not going to be like hey it's an extra 10k if i put him in like a horror film where it shows tits yeah i'm gonna pass i don't think so yeah that's no. that's a little too much like i love horror films as much as the next person but I think if I'm going to show my kid any sort of horror films at a young age, it's going to start with, like, super, super mild shit. You know, yeah. I'm not going to go and show him some sort of fucking Saw movie or whatever and or Cannibal Holocaust and be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's time for bed. And he's four and he's like, I'm going to never sleep again. So, yeah. you know, those those types of people, I kind of feel sorry. And I get, you know, they still need kid actors in some of these higher budget horror films but a lot of those scenes they don't really see stuff too crazy they're just yeah they're just added in there and then all the effects are afterwards so that way the kid's not being extremely scarred now that we have yeah. digital effects nowadays now while i still agree that practical effects are better i think at least for the kid's sake it's probably better for their psyche let alone they still get you know the other you, shit you just said that perfectly I'm gonna say that you just said that perfectly. That's exactly how I thought. Think about it. That's, I think that's a big deal. I think that should be something that it should be thought of, especially when you're exposing these kids into these type of of movies. Yeah, because I mean, my my parents never exposed me to it. But anyway, go ahead. Oh no, yeah, my parents. I mean, I don't think I watched a radar movie until I like hit probably. I, mean, I think my first radar movie was The Matrix. And that's not really that bad. But I wasn't really exposed. The Matrix is rated R? Yeah. I've never one. seen any of the Matrix movies. I didn't even know they were rated R. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think the second one is also rated R, but do we, do we like get to sex see, scenes. Do we get to see Keanu's dick? Uh, no, but you get to see the chick's tits. I see tits all the time. I want to see Keanu's yeah. dick. What the <laughs> fuck? <I know. laughs> That'd be so cool, man. I, that, yeah. would, that would make me watch it. I, even I even mean, in the even in the one that just came out, I'd see an old grizzly Keanu Dick. I'm cool with that. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I bet you it's a very clean, good groomed dick. Yeah, like a very nice and caring cock. <laughs> <laughs> probably, you know, like whenever he's done, you know, you know, malading a lady, it probably you know cleans itself up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It probably lets delay take the seat on the train. I mean, it's yeah, some shit it, like it, that. It probably, <laughs> it it probably. You know what it does is if if it knows it's about to get happy in a certain situation, it immediately says, "Hey, hey, man, we can't do that." And it's like, "Hey, yeah. you know what? You're right." And it just goes right back down into you know sleep mode. So good on good on Keanu and his and his cock. You know what I mean? <laughs> I bet you his cock does uh, ask for consent. I bet you his cock asked for consent before Keanu asked for consent. Yes. And that yes. just makes Keanu the most lovable person 
on all this earth oh. and i bet you right now people are like i didn't even think about it that i bet <laughs> you i bet you even keanu's cock is nice that's so, a super nice looking right nice looking and just nice in general <laughs> yes. i really all hope, around i really hope all we around never, i really hope and i'm not saying we ever will really hope we never get famous because this will probably be played <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit <laughs> Not saying it's even a possibility, but that's all the times I ever think about all the weird shit that we say in these. Because I'm like, man, just imagine all the uh, uh, the the anthology series that we make and how fucking you know weird they are. I can just imagine someone pulling this out of the the fucking vault of being like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. I think they would like the consent is key though. Yeah, Co consent cock. That's what this should yeah, be. Yeah, there's Maybe nothing, the there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with a C a C squared. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, it's better to have a C, C squared <laughs> than a you know than a than an R C. You know what I mean? Your thumbnail should be Friday the Thirteenth, the movie, and play four. No, I'm just uh, gonna I'm just gonna name it uh, Keanu's cock. Like that that's yes. gonna get way more clicks than <laughs> than a review on this movie. <laughs> It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be review on Keanu's cock, and you know I, what? It's you know it is what, like this is what we're in today. We could be talking like, about Friday the Thirteenth final chapter, but I don't know how we veered off to Keanu Reeves. He's not even in the movie. Oh yeah, you, did, you talked about the Matrix. That's why. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that should I be. I forgot we read that. That should be a separate movie that we review. Is just a movie where we try to see Keanu's cock. Whatever movie that we can think of that would I'll be even find close. It. I'll find it. Uh, this guy, there's got to at least be one out there. I don't think his cock's been shown. People would have already looked for it, but it, it would just Not be true. it would be funny if like he you know he pulled like a Jackie Chan and and did like those uh uh what do you call it those not super crazy porn but like soft softcore porn. Softcore, yeah. I think I think Jackie Chan did softcore porn in like the seventies or eighties or something. That'd be really, funny. yeah. Apparently he did. Um, I could have heard this wrong. Maybe it was someone completely different, like Owen Wilson. Maybe I'm high. I don't know. Um, but one of those guys. <laughs> or it could be his face, but it could be his uh, his uh, what would they call those people who take their space place? Uh, stunt double. So stunt so, cock. Yeah, stunt cock. <laughs> stunt cock. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the movie because we're kind of veering <laughs> off talking about cocks. Okay. <laughs> we're still going to talk about cocks, but let's get back in the movie a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, so what did you think about? Okay, so <laughs> I'll talk about because I've already I've already changed. By the way, I've changed who the butthole of the night is for me. There's one obvious choice, but I've already changed mine, and there is a certain reason. We're not going to get into it, obviously, not just yet. But um, I got one too. I only have one. But I changed my my vote after going back and kind of watching most of it. But um, I want to talk about the hitchhiker, primarily because that whole scene was just out of nowhere, and I feel like they needed a filler kill. Like the person had nothing to do with with the rest of the cast, and oh, it was the chick? just yeah, the chick, yeah. the fu the fucking banana gobbler who just got absolutely <laughs> decimated by jason like yeah. it, it was it was funny as fuck oh it was when i watched yes. that like there was a lot of funny kills in here and one of them is in my top uh bloodbath kills just because i spit out my drink when i saw it <laughs> i saw it jesus christ my fucking 
uh, Hick is coming out. Yeah, when I saw it, and um, I don't know, it was just it was a really cool scene because it, it just it didn't make any sense. Like, why the fuck? Like, why even throw in a hitchhiker? I guess because it's near his woods, but you know, it, it was just I guess added like, hey, we need an extra kill, so let's let's kill this bitch who's eating a banana. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, it's. Um... I mean, you're right. I think it just had to do with, like, they wanted to add as much mini, kill, mini kills as possible. Which, I mean, I mean, for that, it, it was just so funny to me because it's like they don't even show any background story to her. They don't have anything going in to do with her until she is eating a banana. And I guess she likes bananas, but she is just there and then all of a sudden just gets killed. And that was like that was hilarious. That part was really funny. I mean, Friday the Thirteenth has been. It it was I say I say in the eighties it was kind of like, the the horror the horror franchise you scoffed at because it was just, I don't know. It was definitely the. Because I mean, horror movies back then they were super risque. Yeah. And even today, there's still some that are risque because they kind of go back to the roots where they try to shock and awe you you know like i told you i watched terrifier the other day and i was surprised i thought it was just going to be like another saw bullshit where it's like they just try to outdo but i i liked that it wasn't trying to be something that it wasn't it was it just was straight up in your face like hey we're going to be super fucking gruesome and that's it mm -hmm. and some of the kills were fucking hilarious hilariously gruesome um and also sitting there like damn like that's gruesome as fuck but yeah i Going it's back getting pretty and, clever the more you go the more you watch. I mean, I feel like they're trying to find new ways just to kill people. It's it's hard to, man. There's there's only so many ways you can kill someone and that's why you know, like illtastic movies or ones that are just Bailey Bailey um solely based on <laughs> I just I just combined two words. Solely based on kills alone. Yeah, it's going to be hard to come up with something. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, there's even action movies that are doing kills. John Wick, going back to Keanu's cock, he kills yes. a guy with a pencil. <laughs> a fucking pencil. pencil. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's the type of franchise where people are... They shit on it because it's too goofy and it's too cheesy. Yeah. But I do... I do think that it... That it shines because of it, and I know I've said this like in the past, but I mean B movies have have long been the laughing stock of horror. But, I mean laughing stock as in like you actually laugh at the movie, like there is no feeling of you being scared in general. More or less like, hey, if it's a B movie, it's either a going to be horrifically horrible. I know I just did that, but whatever. Horrifically horrible. <laughs> And you're going to laugh at it because it's bad, or it's just going to be like, hey, fuck the story. We just want to kill as much as possible. Make it gruesome. Yeah. Cool. But then, like, the ones that actually try to have, like, a story behind it, but then, like, the acting's bad, and then the kills aren't good, that's when it becomes one of those movies where it's like, this is just, it's, it, it, it gets moved to a D. It gets moved to a D tier. And yeah. I can't do it. I mean, in, unless, of course, you know, people enjoy all types, then you're, I don't know, you're really not going to appreciate the art that it was or is today, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I mean, with, with with this with this franchise, the cheesy additions add that extra flair to it, and I do enjoy that. You know, I mean, I just talked about watching the bench warmers. I, I grew up watching the slapstick comedy, so having something where it has like slapstick kills or you know anything like that, it it, it makes me laugh, and I and I enjoy that. I used mm -hmm. to be like, oh, only horror films, you know, unless they. In, unless they just like make me cringe or whatever and I'm like it's not a good horror film that's why some of my favorite horror films are like comedy horrors because I like laughing and if it's like not a purposely serious movie then I don't know makes it more enjoyable for me to rewatch that's why I'm, that's why one of my favorites is uh return of the living dead that one oh, is yeah. is like you know it's it's one of the classics and I, I yeah. love rewatching that film so many times that one I've watched least 100 times but yeah and and especially those people who kind of who are not the biggest fans of watching those kind of movies not like not like not liking them just like you're it's too scared to watch them i feel like those kind of movies are kind of like an easier way to maneuver yourself into them that way it's like yeah it's gory but i mean especially when these movies are are coming out in the 80s I mean, they're gory but it's like ah uh, it's like it's more funny. You find comedy out of it, you can actually get yourself into watching more and more. And I think it's the easiest way for you to ease into it. That way it's not you're not starting off so strong of like the newer movies coming out. Which I mean there's some good movies, but they're mostly like I don't know how to explain it. It's more of like a they put too much emphasis on things into like less gore, more of the story into it or which people like i'd say some people do like the story of it but i think a lot of them like the type of how gory you can get or how uh what's the type of actions they do they use to make it to kill somebody and um which i do i mean you you will see them in these type of uh, uh these modern movies but i feel like there's just a stepping stone with these old ones to to really enjoy um, I mean, I, and to me, I'm not really the, I haven't always, I've told you this before, but I didn't grow up watching these type of movies because I just didn't like the gore to it. And I'm starting to enjoy them more because I'm just kind of learning more of how they're not that bad. And I'm not, and it was always like the, I didn't have the stomach to watch them. That's why I always enjoyed watching the psychological horror movies. Um, but the more I've been watching these, the more I've kind of, learned so much of how how uh, um, thought the thought process into putting these movies and it's actually really really interesting um, uh, I mean it, it, th this is what I'll say the um, if you go and you have a goal in mind watching like if you for like if you're forcing yourself to watch like a series or a horror film, and you you set a goal for it it like intentionally makes you enjoy it because you're wanting to rant about something you're wanting to talk about oh i liked this part whereas like it's harder to go and watch some of these older films unless you're just a like i mean a huge huge uh you know cinephile like you just love movies you don't give a shit like even if it's bad you will force yourself to watch it and there's no like hey i'm gonna write a review on it whatever you just say you watched it and you can talk about it with friends whatever yeah whereas like i'm a little different like 
if I'm going to watch something and I don't want to write anything about it, it's usually stuff I've watched numerous times. I won't really watch a film in the background that I haven't seen if I'm playing like a game or in the background. Like if I'm going to watch something new, I have to watch it like because I'm like, hey, if this is going to take two hours out of my time, I'm going to watch it fully. And this really has to, you know, catch my my attention. So yeah. I feel like forcing ourselves to like watch the series and be like, hey, we're going to write about our favorite character, our least favorite character and favorite kills. It's making you be like, okay, I'm looking for the stuff. And then you start paying attention to it and you're going to remember it more. Right. So I yeah. almost feel like forcing yourself to watch the 10 fucking movies that this has. While it seems daunting, you're going to be like, hey, shit, I'm, you know, okay. I'm going to at least find something that I'm going to enjoy out of all of this. And, and that's what I'm doing. I mean, I'm enjoying it because there's just so much. And it's not just a, you're not just watching a movie to, and I know we write stuff down or for me to write stuff down to kind of figure out what to, to say in this podcast, but like to learn the background to these movies. And like I said, like back, uh, back then, I really didn't think these movies to have a good depth and story. It's just really another, it's just a guy killing people and the next movie he comes back again and kills people. But like, how he comes back or what he, why he's doing it and the reasonings it's just it gets the more and more you learn about these movies and how it happens except the fifth one i'm not gonna that's a bullshit one but anyways <laughs> um that it kind of just gives you the good like information and kind of learning into these type of movies and i'm i like i said i'm enjoying it it's actually really fun to i mean it, to me it doesn't push i don't feel pushed i feel like it's like holy crap like it's very interesting very um, intrusive so no I agree I mean I'll I'll say like one or two more things and you can too and we can move on to like the awards and yeah. stuff um, I, I would say one biggest thing about this movie is that it just go it goes on the route of trying to humanize the humans a bit too much and I know that that's weird to say but in the past it was just like hey here's the idiots let's kill them and I know it's hypocritical for me to say because I just said, hey, I'm glad that they made him more, you know, seem like, you know, believable friends. That's not why I'm watching Friday the 13th or most of these horror films. If I want to watch something where I'm going to enjoy the relationship between somebody, I'd rather it be in like a TV show because we get a lot more time. When yeah. I know that when I know that more than 75 percent of these motherfuckers are about to get hacked, I don't <laughs> give a shit if. If fucking Ted and fucking Jimmy have a have a hoot nanny outside and they talk about how they've become friends, I don't give a shit. I don't need to. I don't need to sit here and be like, oh my god, they had a really great friendship. No, it's an hour and a half of dumb shit kill each other. Who cares? Yeah. Or you well, know, the amount of times someone says dead fuck. <laughs> yeah, which was you know a little too much. I mean, like, just a little too much. Uh, it, it did also focus, uh, like, I mean, a hell of a lot on the side characters. And there really wasn't a lot on really anyone else um, that, that I saw. Um, I don't know. The whole premise of the show, it, it, it was like the mother getting revenge. And I know that it moved into Jason, it being like a Jason movie. And that's how people know. It's like, oh, you've seen the Jason movies, Friday the 13th, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, 
and I mean, I guess in for the next nine movies, he's constantly getting revenge for his mother's death, but he's already killed all those motherfuckers. So he's just like, oh my God, I like killing. Yay, stab at your rip, stab, yep. stab. So, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. I don't know if you heard me, but I was, uh, it's possibly maybe every time he dies, comes back with insomnia uh, and having to retry again. You're an idiot. <laughs> All right, so now is when we transition into our one of our favorite parts of the night, bloodbath. Neighbors describe the brutal scene as, and I quote, a bloodbath. All right, so why why don't you start with uh, your your favorite kills tonight? I um I didn't I actually only had two that I liked, mm-hmm. and oh actually no I lied it is three. But two of them are kind of like in rapid succession. So who is? Um... I actually have five. You got five? Okay. I have five. I mean, this, had, you a, might... it, this had a lot of great kills in here. So yeah. Um, I... But I, I only narrowed it down to three for me personally. You can have all five. I don't, I don't mind. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure some of these you. are going to be yours as well. So I mean. So who uh... was? Uh, who was your first one? My first one was Axel. Yeah, that was on mine. Yeah. That I, one, that I, one was fucking gnarly, dude. Just the way how he just ugh, like grabs the use the bone saw cutter and then just twists his head, like that gave me chills just watching that part. It was definitely I feel like that kill was ahead of its time, or at least for like Friday the Thirteenth level kills, because yeah. most of the time we only got like, hey, here's a stab, or here's like a practical effect of, you know, pushing through the back of the neck, or through the neck, or through the chest. Or just a hammer in the back. Or, or a hammer to the back of the head and then, you know, yeah. hacking off screen. You know, typical, yeah. like, slasher film in the 80s. That one, though, that one felt personal. That yes. one felt like that Jason was tired of hearing Axel talk about himself and hear, and tired of him talking about his rapey fucking uh, intentions on anything that walks. So yes. I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised and very happy for his death and and how absolutely like insane it was just like, like you said that like, rip just like that scene where like they get freaked out he's like jesus christ merry mother merry christmas motherfucker <laughs> motherfucking christmas <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and they made no sense into that at all but i mean it's just to add on to that probably one of the reasons why like, i did not like him because he was just and hey. the fact that like, you were saying with him being uh him being more of like uh, wanting to be who, in that scene where he talks about how he likes to talk about dead chicks because he was saying she was pretty cute. Yeah, he's like he's, they're dead. Huh? still cute. Like, holy shit! Yeah, fuck. I mean, it it is kind of a trend though, right? Because I mean, a lot of those horror films they like to make those corners look extra creepy because, I mean, let's be real, most corners have to be, they have to separate like reality from their minds when they're dealing with dead people every day yeah so i can get why i don't know about making like disgusting jokes like that but i could get you know you being like oh my god like look at this dude he looked like a douche you know like something (laughs) like that you know what i mean like obviously you don't want to like you know tear down a corpse of a a man you don't know but you know what i'm getting at they they have to kind of separate themselves and that's like a known trend i mean even when i watch terrifier the same shit he was like, oh my god, it's like, I can't remember what he said, it's just something like, 
it's like a bag of meat or something like that. He goes, speaking of that, can you give me an egg sandwich? And it's just like, <laughs> I, I get it, dude. Like, whatever. It's, and they you know, always eat in front of the body. Like, yeah, on top of they the body. always eat always. in front of the body. They always eat around it. They're always eating a sandwich. And they're like, <laughs> okay. I was like, you got the deli meats today? And you hear them sawing in the background. <laughs> it's never not going to be in the movies. That's always going to oh, be yeah. a trend. And always try um, to drop some type of food on them. Yeah. The dead bodies. Yeah, Axel was one of mine as well. I definitely agree. It is it is in the top, uh, you know, kills, one hundred percent. The next one, that one is in the rapid succession. Is the nurse right after? Um, yeah, that was one of the ones that I I really liked. It was just because it kind of showed that he was fast this time. The Jason, uh, Ted White, the one who played Jason, and I don't awesome know. Jason. By the way, I think he was a really good Jason. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed the way that he he just like there wasn't any of that like I'm a robot Jason let me grab he just kind of felt a little more real so that's I felt like this this Jason was pretty cool my favorite still Kane Hodder just because of all the things but yeah Ted White is definitely probably up there um, yeah. it, it was a really cool kill though um, and you know me and you I know we usually watch dead meat for a lot of our kind of picking up like quick stuff so um I really liked when I, I not well. I, I thought it was really cool when I found out that whenever she got stabbed, it was supposed to be like a, a puddle of you know her getting her uh, torso slit, but then it just looked like she pissed blood, which yeah. you know that that stayed in the yes. movie. And I, and at first I was like, man, if that was me, I'd be pissed. But then like it kind of made the kill a little bit. You know what I mean? Like because maybe mm -hmm. if you think about it, maybe she did piss blood because she got destroyed so much. Like instead yeah. of like regular piss, it was like regular blood. So I don't know. Yeah, that that one was definitely my my uh, one of my favorites in the movie, just because it was just one after another. There wasn't any like I'm gonna kill her off screen. It was like you're gonna get just as brutal. That's mm -hmm. what happened. Yeah. What about your next one? Uh, I got Paul, uh, the one who gets harpooned from the water. Yeah, the harpoon is fucking funny, dude. That one was dope, just because like the way how he picks up out of the water. I was literally out of the water. And just like fly, like just up. And I saw actually when we were talking about dead meat, they were talking about how in that scene where, um, how he, how his whole body was up, he actually got an uncomfortable position. It kept spinning and kept because they had like a, I think they had some kind of wrap around him to keep him up, and he kept falling. Um, but that scene was really clever in a way of keeping it, keeping it. In a different having that muscle to keep him up and killing that way that part was really creative in my point of view that was that was a really cool kill and that's the same one where he gets stabbed in the dick right yeah 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 that's gotta be a horrible fucking way to go i told you we i told you we get back on cox eventually can you <laughs> yeah, just uh, can you just imagine <laughs> Like, I just can't imagine getting something speared into my fucking scrotum and, like, I haven't died yet. You know what I mean? Like, and I just have to be, I just have to be, like, in, in agony. Dude, like, but for the rest of your life, like, what do you do with that? No, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm saying, like, I'm going to die eventually because I'm, <laughs> yes. I, I'm being hunted by Jason. But I'm saying yeah. to go out that way, fuck that. Fuck, I would rather have my fucking throat slit with a butter knife. I do not want to, I don't I do oh, not want to die. Fuck. From from a fucking impalement on my cock. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Unless of course no. it's from Keanu's 
Keanu's cock, then I'm cool yeah. with that. If I if I die from a consented uh, Keanu cock okay. to my cock, I'm cool going out that way. <laughs> this got really uh, got really clever right here. Yeah, dude, a, a, a consented Keanu cock death cock. That, that would be yeah. absolutely fantastic if I died that way. Very very scavenger scavenger hunt. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, there's no scavenger hunt. I mean, he are, he already found the treasure, and it's in his pants. And he, just, he uses it, he uses it on me, and he just fucking jabs me. And, and see, with that one, there's even consent before killing me with his cock. That's how fucking nice this man is. That is very nice, very yeah. nice of of, of chopping a, your cock off. A, ni- a nice, gentle cock kill. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. There's nothing better than a nice, gentle cock kill. There's nothing better than a nice gentle cock. <laughs> that should be a band, the cock killers. <laughs> the cock killers are just Keanu's nice. cock killer. Keanu's it should, cock it should, killer. It should just be nice, nice gentle cock. Nice gentle cock. Nice gentle cock. It just has no read space on it. So that's the title of my next sex tape. Nice gentle cock. <laughs> and it's just me. It's just me with a Keanu wig on. Well, it's okay. That's good because I just like to watch porn with the with the plot. So, porn with the plot. Yeah, there's no plot. Yeah. It's just okay. It's Damn, just, it's, it's just the it's just the cock asking for <laughs> consent, and then it happens. That's how it starts. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I cut out I cut out all the good stuff, and you have to watch you have to watch all the bad stuff. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm making a new series of shows where it's just there's no plot, and it's just plot. straight into okay. the action. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's okay. I'll just I'll just uh, fast forward to the best parts. I mean, even now, a lot of this porn today has like interviews and shit. Nope, no interviews. It's just straight no, up no, 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 seeing my hairy ass. That's it. <laughs> if it's like thirty minutes of your just your hairy ass, I I don't think you're getting very much from it. Oh, I'm not trying to get anything. I mean, I, <laughs> okay. even if even one person just you know really, I don't know, really gets me going. <laughs> Really pleases my gentle cock, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm actually getting uncomfortable with these cock questions. <laughs> it's not questions, sir. These these are statements. This will happen. <laughs> All probably right. need a, you probably need to call somebody to try and get that situation. Nah, we ain't calling no cock busters or anything like that. It's just it's that's how it's gonna happen. All right. Okay. All right, what's your what's your next kill? Uh I did uh Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, okay. He's, uh Chris McLevin, character. I Chris I chose this Chris one. Chris McLevin, like McLevin. You mean Chris yeah. McGlover? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Chris McLevin. <laughs> Chris McLevin. <laughs> Chris McLevin. <laughs> oh, crispy McLevin. Oh, craspy McLevin. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I picked this one not just because of him, but also the fact that, like, I think this is one of his first ones I saw that he actually uses two different weapons. Well, actually not two weapons, but he used two items to kill somebody. Because he had the corkscrew to, to stop him from moving, and it stabs his hand. And then he had his um, the cleaver that hits him in the face. I mean, that those two... Just how, like, the fact that him uh, didn't see that coming and having that happen, even the fact that, like, 
I would have just like took that thing off and just ran, but I know that's shock. So obviously it'd be hard to do that. But and then turn around seeing him and getting a stab in the face, that's the fucking way to go. For sure. Hey, it was um it, it was kind of a throwback to the first one with the axe to the head. So I thought that was pretty oh, cool. I mean, I yeah. saw that as a throwback. I don't know if that was like an intentional throwback, but I did see that just because it was just like a, you know, regular practical effects. Let me stab him in the head and that's it. how he dies. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. It wasn't super gruesome like the Axel and uh, I believe her name is Sarah, the nurse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see any issues with killing him that way. I, like, like you said, I did enjoy him being a little resourceful with his stuff. Mm -hmm. Being a little MacGyver action and fucking stabbing the motherfucker in the hand. It did kind of yes. suck, though, because he was, you know, he was kind of the... He wasn't like the... I wouldn't say like the pretty boy of the group, but he was more or less like the the nice... He, I, he was honestly the, the, the fucking Keanu of the group. Oh, yes. Not as... I would say Keanu's not really as whiny um, as Crispin in this movie, but definitely yeah. the, the nice guy. Was kinda, and I, I was kind of hoping he was the one that was going to try to survive at least the longest well I, mean, I kind of felt yeah I, I get what you're saying but damn I don't know I'm not saying not to kill him but I'd say like let him survive just a little bit longer because I mean I kind of liked him as a character especially his fucking dance moves in that show movie was by far the best his best dance, dance his dance moves made me want to pour bleach <laughs> in my eyes <laughs> well, that's how I dance that's probably why no, I mean like I I can't dance. All I can do is like throw punches in the air. You've seen me. Oh, um, I have seen you. But no, I mean I can't dance. But I mean just watching that is absolutely atrocious. But you know it's whatever. He did his thing. That was all. Uh, it was all off the dome. So more power to him. Yeah. Def definitely a very confident man. So good for him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that shit whatsoever. No. Alright, so for my last kill on the Bloodbath tonight, um, you can get to your other last two, uh, was Tina. And it was mainly because it caught me so off guard, but then also it was kind of brutal. I mean, she got fucking threw out the window. Um, I just remember sitting there when I first watched it, and it, it, it was like, no, and this, I think this is where, I could be wrong, could be one previous or even one later, but maybe where they got the kill for the game of her just being tossed out like so brutally and swiftly the way that she fucking <laughs> just I the way that, that the game. just the way that she she found out it, she found that he was there and then he just fucking nope later bitch and fucking yeeted her out the window <laughs> w without question there was no struggle or anything no nope. and the way she was yeeted and it was so fast it made me spit out my drink and i started laughing so hard it's just I don't know. It was out of nowhere, and that and that was one of my. It wasn't even like super brutal. I think it was just because it was, it made me laugh so hard that it made it in my you know my top for some of my favorite kills. So that yeah, that, I, that's my last one. But that absolutely fucking made me laugh my nuts off. That one was a big jump scare. And when actually when uh, me and Brooks were watching that, and that scene where he comes out, dude, Brooks screamed. It was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I usually he'll scream, he'll freak out to that. But those, that, the whole movie, you didn't do anything until that scene, and it was very unexpected. Actually, I think that was a you kind of expect these little jump scares in these old older movies. It's like they try and make it jump, you make you jump, but nothing really happens. Yeah, uh, it's not really big, very big. But that one was pretty good. 
that was pretty good. So that's actually a good choice. I didn't even think about that one. I was just mostly thinking about the more like bloody ones, but I that's a good way to think about it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Alright, so my I'd say uh actually I think a good one that, that the uh one of the kills was Doug's kill. The one when he gets smashed. That was like the in the shower when he grabs his head and then pushes his head back to the oh, wall. Oh yeah, you know what? That was one I forgot to put on there. So agreed. That that is Dude. a fantastic kill because that was the pretty boy. Yeah, yeah. Because the girlfriend was like she didn't want to have sex, but I think they ended up having sex. That fucking crunch, man! That crunch Dude. of his head hitting. Yes. Jesus. And you just saw like they made his face look after that was. Dude, I actually was thinking about that face for like after the movie. I was like, damn, dude. I was very creative, but that was gruesome. Gruesome. Um, and I'm going to say my last one is it's not a good one, but I think it, I put it on my list because it was probably one of the funniest ones I put. Um, it was Rob's. Um, the scene where he goes down the basement. Which the sister goes down the basement, which was really dumb, but goes down the basement and he's getting stabbed. <laughs> and he's kind of saying, He's killing me! He's killing me! <laughs> like, constant, like, I think he says it like 20 times. Like, no shit, dude. No shit. You know, you know, I can't remember if, can't remember if we've talked about this, but, but you know why he says it, right? Uh uh. <clears throat> he says it because there was a, uh, there was a murder. Like a stabbing, I can't remember if it was in Canada or wherever the case could have been in, in the United States. But this woman was being stabbed, or it was a man. I know I'm probably getting some of the details. The, the main details is someone was getting stabbed by a person who broke in, and that's what they were yelling. They were yelling, he's, he's killing me, he's killing me. And for whatever reason the director saw that so haunting and like chilling it's like let's add that in there and it is fucking chilling if it's not in a fucking horror film especially <laughs> yes. in this type because if yeah. you think about it like that's like that's pretty that's pretty crazy right because you're basically yeah. saying i can't defend myself i'm gonna die whereas like this one it's like yeah bro we we know he's killing you he's stabbing you in the fucking chest <laughs> we know he's killing you <laughs> So yeah. I, I get why you put it on there because it was funny as fuck. Like just just the way that he's just getting stabbed. She's like, "Oh, did did you need? Okay, I'm gonna go and come back." And I'm just like, "What a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> like she did absolutely nothing. She just saw it and nothing. was like, "Am I interrupting?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I just I I agree with you. I mean, I if I because I've I've watched videos where people like to uh, you can actually find videos of of dispatch calls and. Uh, audios of people of these pretty pretty gruesome shit that happens or scary stuff that you can listen to and if I heard that in those kind of audios that's terrifying that is extremely terrifying but like you were saying you were actually literally watching him die and he's looking at like out at her and says he's killing me I'm like well alright well what am I going to do about it but I mean, she likes to go back down and go see if he's okay. No fucking way he's not, he's okay. He's he's fucking dead. But, yeah, I, I mean that. I think I think that's why I put it in there just because of the comedy, but also he was 
kind of made it obvious, but you explain that to me actually makes a lot more sense, and I, I'm kind of glad I made that on my list now because that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I completely forgot about that that kill um, and the the head crunch too. But yeah, no, that one because even I was like, it's like, what the fuck is the point of that? Yeah. And um, yeah, they 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 talked about it. I can't remember what. I can't remember if I I heard it from Dead Meat or wherever the case may be. But yeah, they talked about someone was getting stabbed and they were yelling out he's killing me and i just think i just think that like in a cold case murder that's fucking terrifying terrifying especially if he had to hear that because i think it was in an apartment complex i'm pretty sure too i don't think it was in like a house i think it was an apartment complex or like a condo or something where neighbors could hear and they just thought that it wasn't something or whatever the case may be and just i i can't imagine hearing that that's gotta Uh be like horrific fuck that fuck that in the ass all right. right in the ass. Speaking Let's... of ass. <laughs> no, we're not at that yet. It's <laughs> a Dude, last it's... segment. <laughs> That's right. All right, we're going to transition into our favorite character of the night. You all know Boomstick Operator. Boom. It's an emergency, Operator. This is my Boomstick. I did tell you that I, that I, I switched on my... Uh, butthole of the night. I didn't switch on my favorite character though. This one wasn't wasn't too hard to pick. Now, I will say that because it, I know this is a cop out, but I did say no final girl, and I do believe. Yeah, no Trish. I do believe Trish. Well, yeah, I know I said no main character. Um, I did say no main character, so um, I, I primarily meant like you couldn't do like the final girl like Trish. Like obviously you can't do Trish or like any main main character. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see Tommy Jarvis as like a main character. He was a main character no. at the very end, but the majority of the people were I would say in front of him, right? Like they had more screen time than he did. Yeah, and like he he was he was mainly my favorite, um, <clears throat> and it was mainly because it's just you know he was in his prime of of his his kid acting ability, coming from Goonies, all that stuff. When well, I'm sorry, this is actually before Goonies, um, yeah. coming from all of his movies that he had done. So it, it, I loved it. I loved him as Tommy Jarvis, as him as a kid, um. Yeah, so I mean, I I really I really liked his character the most. It was just really hard to like any of these characters in here. There really wasn't a lot. They were all kind of they were all. It's not even that they were forgettable. They definitely weren't forgettable. They were just too annoying to me. Annoying. Yes. They were. They were way too annoying. Yes. Um. But yeah. So like I said, Tommy Jarvis has to be the one. You know, the main. I mean, uh, the other thing is like him looking like the missing link. I thought that was fucking hilarious. And I know that I said that it, you would definitely tell us prosthetics, but I almost felt like that Corey asked, hey, I can fucking do it. I'll fucking, I'll really shave off my head. And I'm sure that his his uh, publicist or the people get him jobs, I can't remember the name top of my head. I'm sure that they would say, no, we can't do that. Like, you got movies to do. Yeah. But knowing him, he was like, hey, I'm fucking game. Like, I'll fuck, I'll shave it off. I'll shave it all off. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, I'll, like, I'll, like you, you need me to have, like, a scar on my neck? I'll fucking do a scar. Like, yeah, I just felt like... I felt like he was one of those characters that would definitely do that. Um, 
And, you know, obviously him luring Jason to a trap, doing the whole, uh, you know, Jenny thing where, you know, putting on the quote unquote, putting on the sweater and luring him so he could kill him. Yeah. Um, and it, and it kind of sucks that Jason didn't make the cut for, for kills. It was a gruesome kill. I'm not going to lie. I did think it was pretty cool the way that his head kind of slid down yeah. on the, um, on the weapon, but you know, I, I usually like to, to choose the, the side characters or the victims rather than the actual person who's, who's does the killing. So yeah, my favorite tonight is Tommy Jarvis. I'm sure that some people will disagree that they, they will say that's a main character. It is. But his screen time, I feel like, wasn't as much as the rest of them. So that's why I chose him, and it's probably a cop-out. But damn, there's just... I didn't like anybody in here too much besides him and, of course, Jason. Yeah, um, that's a good, actually a good point. Because I... It, that is a hard uh, argument to make just because you don't know... I mean, you're saying his runtime wasn't really that long, but he did put a lot of... Um, he did show up in the end. Uh, but I, I think I would. I, I don't think you could count him as a main character just because of of how long it was, to, the screen time he was in. I mean, if it, like his sister Trish, I think his sister Trish was in in there much longer. She's you definitely the final girl in this movie, even though yeah. Corey or Tommy is the one who killed him. Yeah, but you know, it, she's the final girl, so yeah. she's definitely off limits. Again, he's yes, he is a main cast because of its name. Yeah, I he just he didn't have a lot of screen time, so that's why I thought that he was fair game. Is what it is. This might be a scratch. I, I think it's a good pick. I, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. What about you? Who'd you pick? I picked. I picked Rob. Picked Rob. Uh, okay. Yeah, I picked Rob. I mean, I was thinking uh, <clears throat> with the whole with Tommy. I was like you said before this podcast i wasn't really sure if he was partially main character or not but i stick with rob just because i feel like he was a more like you were saying with all these other people all the kids they were just obnoxious annoying um i'd say like this was a very horny episode uh, movie um and i don't know it's just kind of like very obnoxious so i picked him because he was more of like the one he wasn't really a main character but he was more of the, he was trying to find his his sister, and it was more like a, he was trying to find who killed him, sorry, who killed her, and more of like the more adult type attitude and the personality. And I think that's, I think that's why I picked him because he was more of like a, I'm gonna figure out what's wrong, and I'm not gonna spend the time trying to get high and drink and then fuck everything that was had their legs open. And I, I, I think that's. I think that's why I picked him. Actually, that is why I picked him. He's he's like Keanu, you know. He's got that exactly. he's got that sensitive <laughs> cock. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> he's got that sensey cock. You know what I mean? He got the little sensey cock. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's speaking of being douches, let's transition into the biggest douche of the night or the biggest butthole. All right, why don't you go ahead and start with your biggest butthole of the night? Oh, man, this guy, I think it might be the same as yours, I think. Okay. But 
Ted. Nope, Ted. not the same as mine. Okay, all right. I can't stand Ted. I, I, like I said, I've watched this movie like the last month. I've watched it twice, and I watched kind of uh, highlights and like Dead Meat. I watched that like a couple of times, and just he just pisses me off. I'm noxious, and I, I think that's why I picked him. You gotta have a protagonist's protagonist yes. in the movie, and he definitely portrays it well. Just his yeah. douchey nature. I don't know. Oh. It was. I think it was done well, but it wasn't done in a way like the past where it was just too obnoxious. This guy kind of felt like... I know it's bad to say, but he felt like a pretty decent bully in the group. Yeah, um, that's true. And he, you know, he just really, really hammered on Jimmy. Um, but then, you know, he kind of got it handed to him whenever Jimmy got the girl and he didn't. Yep. So it kind of one oh, of those that things. Was so good. And the constant, like, I guess we were saying earlier, the constant him calling him a dead fuck. I mean, that part was funny. I'd say, I mean, me and Brooks say that all the time to each other now. We just call each other dead fucks. Uh, but I would say that's probably, that's, I, I could probably go for more longer about him, but he is definitely that, that complete dickhead that I did not like in the movie. I, I wish he died at the very beginning, but I mean, you have to have him just to have more comedy into it, or you want to hate him more and more. So the more shit he says, the more uh, you want him to have a very good death. But you didn't even fucking see him die, so well, you kind of did, but it wasn't really that. It was one of those off-screen ones, which kind of yeah. sucks. You would think the, uh, um, or I'm sorry, not the protagonist, protagonist, it antagonist. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. The antagonist is antagonist. That's what I meant to say. Not not the pro. I'm not going to cut it out. It's already said. So I'm sure you know <laughs> wanted to make up for what I said. Um, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's kind of weird that him being like the biggest antagonist aside to Jason, he he would get an off screen kill technically. Yeah. Um, so he he also didn't have a lot of notoriety. I think behind his name, maybe I don't know too much about '80s films, but maybe that's why. Usually, mm -hmm. people that have a lot of like. Like their name holds weight. Usually they get like deadlier kills. Wait, not deadlier. Yeah, deadlier kills, I guess. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with your choice. So my choice is the complete opposite. I chose Jimmy. The reason I chose Jimmy is oh, because okay. he is a, a fucking whiny little shithead. <laughs> I mean, he whines so much throughout this yeah. film. And That's it is true. like he, he doesn't stick up for himself. He sits there and he just woe is me the entire time. And keep in mind, butthole of the night doesn't have to be the rudest character. It's just someone who's a butthole. You could be a butthole just like anybody can be a bitch, right? It's not hold to one set person or one type of person. Anybody yeah. could be a bitch, right? Anybody yeah. could be an asshole. Just like Jimmy's a fucking butthole. He was so <laughs> annoying. He was so it was so painful to hear him whine about oh my god you love me i don't want to hear it dude shut up so i was really yeah. glad that he got killed the way he did and he whined even when he was dying so it was just <laughs> true i mean god like jay like i feel like jason did that on purpose to make us fucking hear him whine more i mean jesus christ so yeah fucking jimmy ted you guys can fucking die in heck you yeah. buttholes I would say out of all of them, maybe maybe a little harsher, but as far as like a, 
as like a whole i mean not not horribly i i will say you'll probably be surprised by my rating but um i'll just read so like the movie felt short as a final friday as you will the hopes of spinning off with a copycat ghost essence killer in the fifth movie seemed okay on paper but it didn't deliver enough in this movie Tommy may have won the Boomstick Operator Award for his intelligent last-minute plan, but it's just that, last minute. It was so out of place and felt rushed. It's like they needed to come up with something for Corey Feldman to shine. They should have built that up from the beginning, something along the lines of he was preparing for it. Then it would make more sense. Would it make this movie better? I don't know. Because of that, I'm giving Friday the 13th Part 4 a 5.8 out of 10. It had a lot of potential to be a great ending to the original story arc, but it fell short with a short storyline. Or the shitty storyline, rather. That's, yeah, that's actually a good way to put it. So, I mean, I like, I did like it. I did like that, you know, the way Jason died, and I enjoyed, you know, him being the missing link haircut, but it just felt so fucking left field. Like, there was no, yeah. for me personally, I didn't see any buildup. Um, but yeah, I mean, the movie is definitely watchable. All these movies are watchable, except for the fucking next one, which we'll be talking about here in about 10 minutes. Um, and, you know, it's just, it sucks because they could have really utilized him, but I get it. It's Corey Feldman. He was in his prime. They didn't really, they couldn't really make like an entire story. If they made an entire story with him, the movie's budget would have to be a lot bigger. Yeah. But yeah. That was my rating. What about you, sir? My rating was uh, 6.1, and there was only two reasons why I put it at 6.1. Uh, I was going to do lower, but the reason why I got a little bit higher, I think I did like, I was doing like five or six points lower, but the reason why I got it higher was because of his kill. I thought that was a pretty good kill, um, and uh, it was that, and then I Wait, think some... real quick, you said five or six points lower, like as in like a one point something? No, no, like a oh. six point. Sorry, <laughs> like, I, I meant to say point point five. I was like, sorry. damn, them kills carry this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about like a five point. Uh, I think five point seven. Okay. Uh, but like I said, the reason why I think that the, his death is uh, Jason's death was a very good. Um, I thought it was a pretty good death into that, and I think that kind of saved it. And also Corey Feldman, I thought he was, I thought him playing being the kid and him being like how he killed him was actually really cool um i think some of the kills did help as well um like i said i mean i put like five kills so obviously I, there were actually really good kills um yeah i mean but, you, you enjoyed the kills so that, oh yeah that that's a, that's a testament right there yeah but i brought it down that low just because like the story it felt fast felt rushed felt like there was i think they were trying to make I felt like this movie was more of like people trying to get some of these actors and actresses some head time so they can uh, I mean, because like after this movie Crispin Glover got pretty famous for um, uh, Back to the Future I think it was a couple years after that came out so I feel like it was more of like trying to get run timing these people and and it, it just felt rushed into that way so it just felt like let's put this into this emotion into getting these people in and I don't know I, I that's what I would probably put in as that uh, and that's why I put 6.1 instead of uh, it got like I said got saved by some of these people 
some of the deaths and the and uh, Jason's death, the story behind that. So, yeah, that's probably that's that's my ratings. That's respectable. I I, I respect it, brother. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, that's going to do it for another review on Friday the 13th. Thank you for joining me and Austin in the underworld. Remember to be kind. There's no rewind on life. And as always, stay spooked. This is a morbidly beautiful podcast.